And welcome to episode 32 of Ripping the Rack podcast. I am your co-host, Tim, along with my co-host, Brian. Say hi, Brian. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Uh, and you will notice a third uh, a third today. Uh, if, we have... If, if you're watching. <laughs> if you're watching. If you're not watching, you're listening. We have a third. I forget sometimes that you know, people listen <laughs> and not watch. Uh, we do have... Uh, a gentleman, and I use the term loosely, uh, from Massachusetts. He is a gentleman and a scholar. Yes. Of the game of bowling. Of the game of bowling. One, Mr. Davey Godwin. Dave Godwin, how are you, buddy? How you doing, fellas? I'm doing pretty good here. Wonderful uh, Sunday afternoon, December. Got plenty of football on. It's pretty awesome. Fantasy playoffs. Uh, yep. Yeah, I'm hanging strong with the fantasy playoffs, you know, stressing away. Um <laughs> But uh, no, thank you for having me. This is a uh, this is a uh, treat being on. I've been listening to you guys every now and then, and um, happy to be on here with you guys. Talk about some oh. bowling. Well, we're excited. We're excited uh, for those of you that don't know who uh, who Dave is. Uh, Dave's about fifty eight years old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I waited just for him to take a drink before he did that. Uh, now Dave's one of the Dave's one of the younger guys of Candleton Bowling. Um, this guy, honestly, I don't even know. Dave, how old are you? I just turned 31 in November. Okay. Ooh. So I am old enough to be his father. Um, I guess. You know, I, I am. Actually. I'll, be, I'll be 50 this year, so um, oh. I'm, I'm old. Uh, Dave, has been, Dave has been around the game for quite a long time. Um, you know, I've, known, I've been lucky enough to know Dave for Jesus 15, 14, 15 years. You were, what, 16, 17 when you started bowling in the Worlds? My first year at the Worlds, I was 17. And okay. uh, I graduated very young. I, uh, I graduated when I was 17. Like I, was, I was a senior in high school starting out 16, then I turned 17. So yeah. I, was, I was very fortunate. And I, um, coming on after I graduated, I was still 17. And you know, you're supposed to be 18 before you bowled in all the, uh, the pro tournaments and pro leagues and stuff like that. So I was fortunate that they kind of changed the age little requirement for me. So they said 17 and out of high school. Yeah. So so I was able to bowl our Friday night pro league that we have here and the uh, WCBC Pro Tour and um, go up to the Worlds in uh, Halifax. That was my, my first year. And that, and the hell of a first year you had. It yes, was very uh, big string. <laughs> I, I had a monster string. I had a phenomenal week. Um, I bowled with guys that would honestly dream to bowl with for the very first year of their worlds. You know, likes of Chris Sargent, Gary Carrington, uh, Sean Baker, Bob Betancourt, and Bill Trefel. Oh, that was a, yeah, Borelli's, wasn't it? Yep, yep. yep. It was, uh, mm-hmm. it was my first year. That was the first year we were Borellis. We were Borellis one more year after that, but we uh, made some changes the, the next year. But uh, we only had six guys, and we had Chief, and he was probably like, I don't know, 65 years old then that year. <laughs> <laughs> and he, Chief he, is timeless. <laughs> oh, he is. He bowled freaking phenomenal that year, too. He was awesome. Yeah, I, I, I bring that up only because I do remember your first year. Um, that was, so that would have been 14 years ago. 
roughly. Um, so were, that would have been what? 2006 must have been? 2007? Yeah, it's odd year because it had to be. Oh, yeah, that's right. 2007. That was the year uh, I was on Main Heat and you guys had just turned to USA East. Yes. Yep. And that was, God, I forgot. It. Uh, me, Charlie, Sean, uh, uh, Nate. Sarge. No, Sarge was with Davey. Yeah, we had Sarge. But uh, I, I think you had like Nate, Morgan. We had Nate. Yep. Morgan. Uh, did we have Dick then? Dick O'Connell? I can't remember if he, I, it's been, that was my next to last year with them. So, um, but I do remember cause I, I was, I remember seeing the final couple boxes a year, 200 string up there. Yeah. What was it? 220 something, 224, 225, 221, 221. Um, and I just, I was like, who the hell is this kid? And I'm like, <laughs> God damn, look at the ball he throws. Holy shit. You know, like I think those were collective thoughts amongst many people. <laughs> that well, you know, and that was so I had I was kind of in a lull with my bowling um job. I wasn't able to bowl leagues because of my job. Um, so I was only bowling the worlds and only bowling a couple other things. So I, I was way down and just I do, I remember watching you bowl in the Friggin' piss missile that you threw back then. Um, it was, it was a rocket like, back then. Jesus, no, you threw hard. Uh, yeah. You, you, no doubt about it. No, no doubt about it. And yeah, uh, yeah my uh, my first year at a tournament like that, which I I used to go up for a few times when I was in Bangor. I, I went up a couple of times to watch uh, uh, Gary Carrington and that team bowl. You know, they were travel anywhere. Um, Stateside, and you know, you know, the cookie was on that team, and um, a few other guys too. And it was just, just to watch that like atmosphere of bowling, like especially like back then too. Like, I mean, it's great now, but like back then, it was like it was really, really intense. And I just couldn't wait to to get in, in that moment of that kind of bowling. And I'll never forget before I even was even on the team, I got asked by like three different teams the bowl and i was talking to gary because we were very close and he was like no 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 just wait just wait just wait and he keeps pushing and pushing and pushing and like just wait just wait and i'm like we're two months away from this tournament and i'm still not on a team and i can go up <laughs> like what is going on here <laughs> and then i finally i think i think chief was the uh was the captain at the time and he finally reached out to me and obviously i couldn't say yes fast enough yeah and, um, yeah, that I, I I remember I bowled 31 games that week. Um, out of nine matches, I had out of, out of 11 matches, I had nine 400s, and I think I averaged like 132 or 131 for the for the week. Yeah, and then in the Not playoffs, a bad debut. <laughs> yeah, in the playoffs, we came in the second seed, and I went 440. In the first round Friday night, and then we bowled uh, the New Hampshire All Stars the next morning, and I went four fifty seven or four fifty six, and we lost by like thirty. Yep. Wow. And then they went on to lose against uh, McLaughlin Truck and Trailer, like everyone else did for like seven years straight. <laughs> yeah, they they yeah. Uh, New Hampshire All Stars. 
because uh, we had to buy, and I'm pretty sure in 2007, um, I'm pretty sure we had to buy, and that's who we bowled, and we lost to them. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I, no, you, you were on the left side, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I think McLaughlin was on. A, we had a that stick. was blood division year. That no, was, no, no, nope. Two thousand nine. Yeah. Two thousand nine was nine. Nine was a nine was nine a was worse. Nine nine. You had out of the previous year, you had eight playoff teams in the right division, and I was in the left division because two thousand nine was my first year with Winchell when yeah, we you, bowled total chaos. That's right. Yep, I remember that. Did Did you leave early in the week or I was sick. I came down with a swine flu on. Uh, uh, Wednesday morning. Wednesday. He was my roommate. So I was his roommate. I stayed in the hotel Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and we left Saturday morning because I couldn't bowl. Yeah, and I, I, I couldn't get anyone sick. You know, I didn't want to get yeah. anyone sick. So yeah, um, well, I remember you being on the team, and then I remember like hearing something happened, but I didn't know exactly what it was. Yeah, I didn't see you at all the rest of the week. I had the uh, the H one N one. I had the swine flu. Yeah, and that was uh, that was my first year on USA East. And we did not make the playoffs. I remember. Ah, uh, yes. I, I, I remember Charlie was not happy. I just remember him taking the pencil, slamming it down, and go, we're leaving tonight. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. It's, uh, you know, it, it's a tough tournament. I, I love the yeah. tournament. It's, it's by far my favorite, my favorite tournament out there. And it legit does not get any better than that tournament. You know, you get it's the, the best of the best bowlers from all around, you know, Mass, Maine, New Hampshire, Canada, you know, all around Canada. And just do the best you can to go a team and go compete against the other best, you know. It's yeah, it's a blast. Yeah. It's yeah. it's you get you know, and, you the, get a, and you get a good draw, you get the playoffs, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I remember uh, there's been a few years where teams were like kind of like a little off, like sides a little lopsided than others, but they weren't too crazy. But there was teams that, you know, made the playoffs and they probably shouldn't have made the playoff. But I mean, it, it is what you still got a bowl. You know, you have it's a bowl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, week of bowling and it's it's depending on where it, you're bowling, it's a huge grind. No it's not a vacation by any oh, means. No, no. <laughs> no. So. People treat it like a vacation, and I don't. Yeah, it's, so, oh. well, and that's and that's kind of the. I have been on some teams where where guys treat it as a vacation, um, and I've been on other teams where no one treated it as a vacation. It's and it's two different mentalities. Oh, yeah. um, I look at it this way: it, yes, it is a vacation for me. I am not at work. Right. However, <coughs> I am also old enough now where I am not out until three a.m. like I used to. I mean, I can remember uh, going to the, the discotheque, Tim. I <laughs> can remember the first year of being in Halifax, two thousand no nineteen ninety nine maybe. Uh, so wait, ninety three was Fredericton, ninety five was Fredericton. Must have been ninety seven. Um, I can remember the first year because it was a casino, and I can remember. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, I didn't get back to the room until two in the morning. <laughs> Jesus. Thursday, I can remember not going to bed 
until five and getting two hours of sleep. And then going to bowl. And then going to bowl. Games, whatever. Yes. Yes. So I I learned very quickly that, um, yes, I'm still going up and having fun. But damn it, I'm old. I need my sleep. So I am now, I'm in the room, 11, 11.30, and I'm, I'm in bed. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. And I was, I mean, my first year, I was rooming with Babe. And there was one night, I came home kind of late. Um, I mean, it wasn't crazy late, but, you know, he was an older guy, and he was laying down in bed, watching TV, whatever. And I probably got back to the room 12.30, 1 a.m., and... He was not happy. <laughs> he, he was not happy with me at all. And, you know, and after that week and realizing how much bowling is to be done and how, like, really exhausting it is to be in a bowling alley from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. all day mm-hmm. long, whether you're bowling or not, it's exhausting being in a bowling alley for that long. And the whole entire week, like, a lot of people, I don't know how people do it. And, I've noticed a lot too. It shows a difference between the guys that go up there and, you know, they, it's, it, sure, it's a vacation, but you're still there for a reason. Right. You take it, you have fun, but you take it seriously. And you know the ones that take it too fun as to where the ones that have fun, but are there for that one reason. Yeah. Yeah. So my, and I, I, like I said, I didn't learn my lesson until, after that first year in, in Halifax, because the first time I bowled in the tournament, Charlie called me two weeks before. And he was like, hey, I put a team in, you're bowling. I'm like, Charlie, I got to work. He goes, no, just take it off, you're bowling. <laughs> well, it doesn't really work that way, Charlie. But I bowled. I did. I I, I got it off and um, went up, and I bowled every single string. I bowled all 33 strings. And I did for the first four years of the tournament i bowled every single string now the first year i averaged i think it was like 132 for the week and i i was like all right that was kind of fun you know and but i realized uh probably a couple of years in i'm like i can't bowl every string um and the older i get the more i try to tell the guys like no i can't physically bowl every string like I, i just can't um, but it's, uh, I mean, the tournament itself is there, there is no better tournament, um, that there isn't. Um, so I'm going to, I'll pose this to you, Davey, uh, cause I posed it to Jeff right now for houses that can hold this tournament. There's really only a handful now that can hold, there's only one in the state of Maine and that's Bangor. That can hold this. Tur- that can hold this tournament. Um, there is only two or three in Canada yep. that can hold this tournament. And of course, you 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 still have Lita. You have Lakeside. I mean, Timmy has said he's not going to hold it again. Yeah. So you got Lita. Uh, Massachusetts is a handful, and by handful, it's a small handful that, that yeah that, that is- can hold it. Yeah. So I posed this. I said, "What if?" We went down to 20 teams, mm-hmm. oh, kept the prize fund the same, 
Okay, so each team might have to pay a little more unless you had some sponsors. Uh, but you went down to 20 teams. That To me, that would open up a lot of houses that could hold this tournament now with 20 lanes. Yeah. And it, so someone asked me, and Brian, I don't remember if it was you that asked me, how would you contract? Um, I don't remember if that was you or... or... I, I mean, it just, yeah, I, the method to how you would get rid of four teams would be... So how, the goal... Like, so, would you roll off or... Well, so here's my thought was the goal is obviously 10 and 10, 10 Canadian, 10 American. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, I think it's 13 and 11 right now. Yeah, it could it, even be 14 and 10. It could be. I'm, there's been a few years. I mean, especially when they come down to the States, it has been 14 and 10. Yeah. And we, there's been a lot of dropouts like like a month before of yep. like a Canadian team not being able to come down. And all of a sudden, they're you know, scrambling around trying to find seven so, Yeah. So my thought is the previous year's playoff teams are in for the next year. Okay. So there's mm-hmm. ten there's ten spots because it's five and five. Mm-hmm. So there's ten spots right there. Your next ten, and you could do it however it needs to be done, and this could be worked on, would be a roll off sometime in that April May time frame with a team, and it would be a weekend long tournament. It wouldn't be a one day; it'd be you know a Saturday Sunday type tournament. And you take your top ten teams that fills the tournament. Now those ten. You can't just stack a team and then not use those in November. You would have to have a roster for that tournament. That would be the roster for November. Right. It, it'd be yeah. like your actual world's team. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I don't – that was just a thought. I mean, it was just uh, – You said it would be a round robin? Yeah. I, I don't know how to do it. I'm just – again, I haven't – I just I, – I, I don't want to see the tournament – I don't want to see it die. And my fear is, as we move forward with Bolinell is closing, that we're going to lose places to hold this tournament. So you're trying to open up more. So I'm trying to yeah. open up more houses that can hold this tournament. Like, for example, 1710 in Augusta would be a fantastic place to hold this tournament, but they have 20 lanes. Right. right. Plenty of parking, great food. They've got a bar. Uh, plenty of room inside the bowling alley and good pinfall. You know, I can think of several places that are 20 lanes that could hold this tournament. Right. That can't right now because it's 24. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And how how long is Teddy going to want to hold this tournament down at Academy? Because that's where we seem to go when it's it's in the state. And Teddy does a great job. Yeah. Like, it's run well there. But it's a lot of work on them. Sure is. It sure is. He, I talking to him because I bowl there on Tuesday nights and you know Friday night league and talking to him and his son Josh and you know, they they all do a phenomenal job. They keep up with the lanes and but it is a lot of work. It's mm-hmm. a lot of maintenance and from what I've heard, I'm not 100 percent true on this, but I, I did hear that he doesn't want to do it every other year. He wants to like wait like maybe a year or two and then he would be, you know, open to take it back. I mean it's it's great to have that option. Um I really have no idea what's going on for next year. You know, if we actually do have a world because of this whole 
COVID thing or, you know, what other bowling alley can really hold us or would want to take us. Or... Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I don't hate the fact of it going down to 20 teams. Um, you know, obviously you'd hate to turn teams away. Um, I'm sure those, some of the guys on those certain teams are probably get asked to go on other teams. Well, that, and that's what Jeff had mentioned was that he was like, if if this were to happen, you might have some of these teams that may not be as competitive right now, but could be, get better. With, become more competitive yeah. because you, by taking four teams away, there is now call it thirty bowlers that are available to pick up yeah. maybe some other guys. I don't know. I just, it, it, there's no great answer. And I know that. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I don't have a lot of years left in the game of Candleton bowling. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to think I do, but I'm also a realist. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to be 50 years old this year. I can still bowl at a high level right now, but can I five years from now? 10 years, can I be Craig Holbrook and be bowling at, you know, 58, 59 the way he is? I thought he was like 94. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a robot, you guys just put up there and he just throws the ball in the same spot every time? Because that's every, what I thought he was. Every, every <laughs> time. He has, freaking, he doesn't age. He's still as lethal as can be. He's still as clutch as can be. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's actually pretty incredible to to watch. Yep. But, I mean, you know, when you say, like, you competitively five, ten years from now, it's like the way things are going, who knows if bowling alleys would even still be open five years from now. You know, and then that opens up a whole different conversation and discussion about whatever. But uh, to, to keep the tournament going as long as you can, like, there was talk that maybe even... Um, switching one year, like going up to Canada, like back to back years, just to try and keep like Canadian teams bowling in a tournament instead of like dropping out. I'm okay with that. Yeah, we, I have not. talked to a few people about possibly doing that, and I'd be okay with it too. I mean, I, I I'm okay with. I just want to bowl in the tournament. I don't I, care if it's in the states or if it's in Canada. I I enjoy traveling up there. Like I mean, the ride. Like, yeah, it, it doesn't suck. But it's the feel of going up. Like I love driving up to Halifax. Like I didn't love it, but I, I miss I miss Fairlanes in Halifax. Oh, me yes. too. I miss that place. That it's was my one of my favorite f- Canadian bowling alley. It's one of my favorite houses of all time. Yeah, um, that too. I, I I miss it. It was fun. It was. Um, you just walked in and you felt comfortable for some reason. It was just you felt like this is a bowling alley. This is where I belong. And you get on the approach, you felt like you were just at home in your league. Yeah. Like, yeah. I never had an issue sliding there. It just, everything worked. I, I love the, the, Yeah. Like, walking in, and you're like, no, this is the world. Like, we're here, yeah. world's torn. Like, this is, like, that, that extra, like, mm-hmm. kind of, like, little butterflies going on. And, like, you walk in, you're cheering, like, people on the singles cheering your teammates on you're cheering your friends on like you know like all right the world is here like it's it's this week and you know it kind of gives you goosebumps a little bit and you know jitty yeah 
Yeah. I just I miss I miss Halifax, and I like the city. I, I loved having the worlds there. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of play, great places to eat. Um, you know, when we were done, uh, you know, you had the casino, you had plenty of things to do. Um, you know that, and, and the I do like. Ramada was nice. It was. It was fun. <laughs> uh, the Ramada, Ramada was, was nice. nice. They had a pool. Yeah. They had a, a slide. slide. Yeah. Yep. I went down the slide. Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> um, I like Moncton. Don't get me wrong. I like Moncton. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's. I, I like the bowling alley. Um, I wish the pins weren't as inconsistent as they were, as they are. Wish they weren't so awkward. <laughs> I just, I find I find Moncton to be inconsistent at best. Yeah, I mean, uh, I honestly felt kind of the same with um, uh, Kingswood. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, the one year when I was there, like we, I had a really great week. I actually had a high average that week, but. It was still like looking around and watching everyone else bowl. It was it was still very like inconsistent. In... There's a lot of head scratching that week. Like what that yeah. happened? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and and a lot of that did have to do with um, they had a lot of different sized pins too. Yep. You know, like some were higher than others, shorter than others, and you know that obviously plays a huge uh, role in making shots, playing a shot off a wall, or hitting it a certain spot. So I think that may have a lot to do with it, but it was still. I mean, I I liked how big it was. I liked there was plenty of room. The yep. Food was decent. Um, I, I I liked how it was there, but the I I, I did want the uh, the pin action to be a little more consistent than, than what it was. See, and that's and that's where I struggle because when I started in the worlds was 1992, and that was my first year. And like I said, I averaged 132. And I think I finished I top ten, yeah. but it was but it wasn't close to being at the top. Yeah. And the pins were flying. And then we went to Fredericton, the old Handwells, and the pins were flying. And then we came back to Bangor, and the pins were flying. Like if you were bowling good, you were going to score good. Yes. Vice versa, if you were throwing a bad ball, okay, yes, you might get a break occasionally. But more often than not, if you were throwing a bad ball, you weren't going to be rewarded for it. No. And that was that was Halifax for me. Yeah. Yeah. Since we've left Halifax and since we've left Bangor, pinfall. Now you're 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 looking at one twenties, mid one twenties, one twenty seven. One. It's it's yeah. not. Yeah, my my first year, and I think. I think Chris Hallett averaged like 138 for the week. Yep. And he bowled almost 30 games or something like that. Like the highest average I think I've ever seen. And like I said, I averaged like 131, but I was probably like sixth or seventh. Yep. I mean, I've, I've, been, I've been top top four for average. I've never won high average there, but I've been top three, top four several times. Yeah. But it's always been in the 130s. Right. And it's pretty incredible to – to average 130 and not be high average for the whole week. Could you imagine yeah. now if you averaged 130, you'd win by three or four pins? Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be close. And right? it's not the caliber of bowling. I mean, it is a little bit. I mean, a little, bit but, a little bit, but it's not. I mean, there's still great bowlers out there. Yeah, I mean, there's probably yeah. a couple of teams that are 
you know, a little lower on the caliber caliber side, but the bowlers are still there. Right. Everyone's mm-hmm. still bowling on the same lanes, and it's just, it actually, it's kind of mind-boggling. To me, it is. I mean, after all the years of, you know, watching bowlers go up an average 125 to 135, easy, not easily, but, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's there. To now be 124 to 129, like it's just like a huge difference. It is like in nothing, and I'll I'll use Academy as an example because you bowl at Academy. Yeah. The last tournament we had there, the last Worlds, I think I averaged 119 to 120, and I felt like I averaged about a 128 to a 130. Yeah. Yep. But that's but that's Academy. Sure is. And it's. Again, the place was immaculate, no breakdowns. You know, Teddy and Josh and the staff did a great job. But as a bowler that's taken a week's vacation out of work, spending a lot of money, I mean, it costs, let's face it, it's going to cost me a thousand bucks. Sure. Yeah. By the time I pay for the room, pay for bowling, food for the week, and everything else. Yeah. Okay. Let's call it a thousand. Let's call it a thousand. I mean, when you think about it, when you pay for the bowling and hotel, that's like anywhere between six to eight hundred, right? You know, roughly, and then you're gonna have a few drinks, or whatever, during the day, and then dinner, and so yeah, for the week. So, so let's call a, it a pretty easy. Let's call it a thousand bucks. If I'm spending that, I want to have fun. I want to enjoy myself. Yeah. Getting kicked in the nuts repeatedly when you're throwing a good ball—that's not fun to me. Sure is not. Nope. Sure is not. Bl- you know. Bust in the pocket and leaving the five six ten or the five four seven four with no chance of ever making it. That seemed to be the academy. The two in the right, Tim, with the flat wood over the either no. side of it. Yeah, I can't forget the flat wood. <laughs> you know, and again, I I I like okay. If someone were to ask me one of my one of my I won't call it one of my favorite places to bowl, but a fun place to bowl. I would give them Academy just yeah. because it's it's for the worlds. It's got what you need. Yeah. I wish the food was a little better, but I think yeah. they've addressed. I think they're addressing that, aren't they, or something like that? Didn't they put a bar uh, in or something? So, yeah, over this whole pandemic and everything, the third side, uh, way over to the right, when you walk in, yeah, renovated the whole room. They took out four lanes, so there's eight. I want to say there's eight brand new lanes. They're all synthetic. They're proto-synthetic, and they're putting a full bar in a kitchen. Nice. Kind of like a whole, a whole section as well, and they um they're kind of keeping that more for like private parties and you know functions and stuff like that. That's cool. But it looks yeah. it looks really nice over there. Yeah. So, David, what's uh what's some of your favorite matches you've had either either a singles match or a team it doesn't matter what like doubles whatever what's what's a couple of your favorite matches that you've had and i swear to god if you say in june i am gonna come through this and kick you right smack in your one good nut <laughs> oh man i was gonna hold off on that one but uh no you could use it if you want because honestly too that's soon. Too no because that's look that's still one of my all-time favorite matches that I've had. Even though we lost, it was still because it was never a blowout at any time. Like no one was ever up more than seventeen fucking pins. Uh, 
<laughs> you know, no one was ever up, you know, 50, 60, 70 pins. It was right. it was close the entire time. So I'll leave it to you. What's some of your... So I, I remember um, Friday Night League, I bowled against um, Holbrook, Zappi, Bobby Witt, uh, Mike Kucha, and uh, Rich Bognato. Yep. I remember, him. I remember Richie. Um, actually, I, I think they had a sub that night. I think McIntosh subbed that night. But either way, I was bowling with uh, Peter Flynn, uh, Bart Medeiros, Sergeant, and uh, Dan Gauthier. And we threw close to 2,000 as a team, and we lost by about 30. I want to say we lost, I think we lost yeah. six. Wow. And that reminds me of uh, my first year in Moncton, bowling with Lucky. We bowled against Kingswood, and we split with them. I forget the exact numbers. I don't, I don't have there's there were both teams are over two thousand. It's it's funny you mentioned that. That was actually one of the ones Surrett brought up. And yeah. Calvin. And and Calvin when we talked when we talked yeah, to Calvin right. as well. Yeah. I, I, I listened to the one with Calvin yeah. and I do remember him bringing that up. And that one the, the, to be a part of like that and whether you win or lose, to watch like all that great bowling between everyone, nine other guys and stuff like that, it's it's a it's a special thing to be a part of. And um, I would definitely put those matches up there. I've had a couple of good singles ones. Uh, beat Jeff Surrett for my first ever Pro Series uh, win. Uh, that was at Sunnyside and Danvers. I'm sure he didn't bring that one up. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think he did. No. <laughs> um See here, yeah. I mean, there was a few good, a few good world matches every now and then. But I mean, I, I, it's, trying to think of it. It's tough to top the last year's June. I mean, just the, uh, just the way the situation was, and you know, that moment coming back. You know, you you win for your team in that situation. I honestly don't know if I've ever really done that before. I I have gone on record, and I'll continue to go on record, as saying that that is one of the most clutch performances I've ever seen or witnessed from any single bowler, was you being down 17 with two boxes to go and coming back and and going spare strike. And, And there was no doubt about that strike. I mean, that was a fucking bomb the minute it left your hand. Yeah, it was... It was, yep, and, you know, being on the other side of that, um, yes, it sucks. No, no, no (laughs) ifs, ands, or buts, it does. Um, I mean, honestly, I was over it, you know, five minutes after the match, I was like, okay, well, whatever. I mean, can't change it, and, you know, Davey threw what he had to do, and, uh, again, still, one of the most clutch performances because of the situation, um, right. Right. Exactly. you know, the entire the entire place. I mean, there was there was probably a good hundred to one hundred and fifty people still in there, yeah. Um, the whole thing. Watching the whole thing, um, you know, you had it was hot as hell. Yeah. 
Um, it, it's no doubt about it. Um, Bangor thing, no, if you yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. Charlie. Yeah. Charlie, you know, Charlie it, makes it 90 degrees and then he puts a sweater on. You know, it just. Uh, um, He's 190 years old. You know, and I, you know, and I, and I told, and I told you, I told you then, and I've told you several times that, that as, as a friend of yours, uh, take away the, take away the, 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 the fact that we were going against each other, um, team was going against each other, you know, as a friend of yours, um, I was proud as hell as the fact that you did what you did because I mean, we've, we've all dreamed about being in that position. Yeah, that's that's um, like you know being a baseball player. It's like bottom of the ninth, two outs, you yep. know, playoff game or World Series, whatever. You know, people dream to be in those kind of situations. And I mean, I, I have been in that situation a few times before, and you know, not being able to pull it out. But to actually pull it out like that, and you know, for that kind of money. Well, that's the other part is we've all been there in the league or you know, in a world or something like that, but not in the final. Right. Um, right. I mean, I've, I've done it, but I had a 20 pin lead going into the last two boxes. And when we won in 2001, so it, it's different. Right. You, you're all you're looking at is I don't care what I get. I just have to beat the other guy. Mm-hmm. When you're down 17 with two boxes to go, you're basically fucked the other guy. I've got to throw marks. Yeah. And I mean, you made a great shot in the ninth and you threw a massive bomb in the 10th and the pucker factor went against Morrison and <laughs> got, got a little break on the first ball too. You know, I was able to, like it, yeah, but I mean, decent ball, but it got a little break on it for the, for a mixer to come off the wall. And then, you know, yep. pretty- spinning around like a helicopter and tripped out nine and um yeah that was that moment and i, I actually I, I do have a uh a 235 stroke as to where i have i did throw six strikes in a row and um that one happened at park place lanes in Wyndham. that was probably like 10 years ago i think close to 2010 somewhere in there and um, that, going 235, I'll never forget, I was born, I was trying to stay as calm as possible because I didn't want to, like, you know, stay too crazy. And I just remember at one point, I looked to my left, and the league was pretty busy. It was a pretty, you know, there's a three, three-person speed league, and there was probably, like, 16, 18 teams. And I looked to my left, and we were bowling toward the right, and there was no one bowling at all. <laughs> I look, and I look to my right, and then there's another league with, like, some of the older people. They're, you know, yeah. going away, whatever. But I look to my left, and then I kind of do a little look behind me, and I was like, huh, there's a lot of people standing behind me right now. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of people. This escalated I, quickly. It, it happened, I want to say, in the, the eighth box. And then I ended up going, I ended up going to spare in the eighth and then strike in the ninth. And then I hit the head pin. I left the two pin by itself. Dropped it, missed it, got it for a ten box for two thirty-five. Oh, so you had a chance. I, I, oh. I, 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 I nine or ten on it. Yeah. It was right there. Yeah. It was right there. 
Actually, I have the score right behind me. There's a five five string lead. I had a seven eighty four. Nice with a one oh six. Oh. <laughs> I'll never get rid of this. I want to actually try and get like a plaque and get it. Uh, get it yeah. But yeah, six strikes in a row. Seven fill, make it. Nine fill, make it. Strike. And then nine drop. Miss it. Ah. Oh. So I've 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 never done six in a row. Um. And I don't. I don't even think I've done. I don't think I've had a five bagger um, in my life. I, I not that I can remember, uh, and a and a small handful of four baggers, and none of my two hundred yeah. strings had a four bagger. That's um, actually yeah, my two twenty one didn't have a four bagger. I had yeah, two. I had two triples in my two fifteen. I had two triples. I went uh, started out triple, open triple, and then ended with three spares. Um, and that was one of those, like you mentioned, but I was in a small house at Oxford Hills. And after I threw the second triple, I'm like, God, it's quiet in here. And I looked and like everybody, I'm like, no, oh. all, all right. I'm right now. <laughs> I mean, I, I look, let's face it. I, I love it. I, the more people that watch me bowl or that, that are there, um, I love, what about you, Brian? Do you like it when people are? Oh yeah, I I love a crowd. Um, I'm a loud person by nature, so it doesn't bother me. Um, the the only time I I've really felt anything like being in the tunnel, or so to say, blog is we bowled. Uh, you got uh, Tim's team in the worlds one year when I was on main heat, and I got to bowl Sean Morrison. And I don't know if I visually saw anything other than my pins for the whole time, but it was a very fun match. And I, yeah, it was very fun. We were cheering for Brian. Yeah. When the other team is cheering for you. It, Which is actually fun. really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we, look, let's face it. We had the, we, we, we pretty much had the match in hand and he's bowling against Morrison. And so Charlie's cheering for Brian. Yeah. <laughs> so we were cheering for Brian. Well, well, yep. well, the reason you had the match in hand is because you decided to come out of your shell for a little bit and say, oh, Sean's getting his ass kicked. I have to bowl now. <laughs> I, I might have done I'm I'm might have done something like that. Because you were four forty that match. Yeah, it's you know I've had bigger. That's what <laughs> she what said she too. Said. <laughs> but uh it, it, it's pretty incredible how when you're bowling, like you get that tunnel vision. And it kinda like it, it comes and goes. You know, you wish you can stay in that zone like the whole entire time when you're bowling, but there's only like so many times it, it doesn't happen as much as you want it to. And you wish you could keep yourself in that like mentality and that zone. Like every because you, you don't miss, you hit yeah. everything and <laughs> your ball is working, you know, yeah. You go down the side, miss the head pin. You're going to look at, you know, a two pinner or three down the line, like something like comfortable to shoot at. And then, you know, if you're a little heavy on the head pin then all of a sudden you're splashing everything and, you break up two and ones, you get a nice flat piece of wood in front of it. Like, you know, it, it happens when you're really bowling well. And yeah. It's frustrating and you're bowling against that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there, I, oh, I, unfortunately. Yeah, we we all have. You know, Brian has. And oh, yeah. It's just the name of the game, you know. And 
it comes down to when you're hot, you're hot, and it happens. It's going to happen against you, and it's going to happen for you. So, yeah, take it, take it when you can. Yep. You Brian, I meant, to, oh. I, I meant to ask did Did you have any questions for uh, for Davy? No, you covered pretty much everything. That that's good, man. Yes. Look at you. <laughs> look at look at me go being an actual. You just you had diarrhea of the mouth, so I just let you keep going, man. You were flowing. <laughs> I, I don't know what it, I don't know. Sometimes I just I, I do, and <sighs> I don't even realize that that I I do. Sometimes I just I'm a talker, so it's your nature. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just, just I'm you're a, like an old folky around the campfire guy. You just <laughs> like to, to have a chat, like I, fireside I chats. I, I do. <laughs> I I enjoy, and especially when we're talking bowling. I just right. I I love the game. I I really do. And the older I get, the more um, I, the more I want, the more I want people to understand that that we're never going to be able to retire from this game. Yeah. We're not. This isn't Major yeah. League Baseball. This isn't the NBA. This is not football. It's not anything like that. This is a labor of love. And the older I get, the more uh, the more it hits home to me that bowling has been very good to me mm-hmm. for the last thirty years. And I'd like to think that I've learned some things from the game. And that was one of the things why I started the podcast with Brian was this is our way of trying to keep the sport alive yeah. and to be able to give it some, you know, be able to give some, uh, you know, put some, some faces to the names and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, and and oh. as my wife says, bowling is my church. She's like, Old ladies go to church every Sunday. You go to the bowling alley. That's where you see your buddies and you gossip and you have fun and you drink your drinks and then you come home. It's your church. Yep. And yep. I'm like, it is. Yeah. No. I met my very best friends in bowling alleys. Yeah. Andy met me. Well, <laughs> you're on the outreach program payroll, Tim. I hooked That's up true. with that, you know. <laughs> No, but this whole this whole podcast thing, you know, I, when I saw you guys doing it, I was I was happy to see it. Like, you know, keeping the game going, doing the best you can. Um, it's changed so much over the last, you know, ten to fifteen years as to where bowling was so big back then. Like, you would go out and be so competitive. Like, you wanted someone to bowl bad. You, know, you wanted them to suck. But now, since it's dying, like you can't really have that. You got to be more sociable. You got to, you know, make more friends, and you know, we got to pretty much stick together you know, to as as long as we can really keep it going. Yeah, it's a it's a Davey, That's a great point, and that that'll lead me to my last thing before we kind of wrap it up. Was you know one of the one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on here, and this was before you even said you wanted to do it. Was Brian and I had talked about okay, who do we want? You know, let's get a list together of guys, and you know, one was because I wanted to have a public forum with you on here so I could uh, uh, say fuck you for beating me in June. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, even, even even though, you know, no, I'm just, I, I kid. It was, uh, um, you know, there, there, was a, there was a reason why when you did that, I was 
from my team, I was the first one over to congratulate you. Um, and it, it really boils down to because the older I get, the more I want to see this succeed, the more we need to have. I don't want how do I word this? I don't want to see people lose as much as I want to beat them. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I and but I want to do it as as friends, as friendly competitors. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Because it used to be, like you said, it was very cutthroat. Yes. Back in the day. I've heard a lot. I I heard that people were made to cry on approaches at the worlds. Uh, That has happened a couple of times that I can remember. Um, I've heard multiple stories. I've heard. That's my kid upstairs on his little go kart toy. Oh my god, that was awesome! I'm like, what the? Hell? I'm like, what the? Hell? I was like, is someone getting bombed right now? That was awesome. That was great. Just, just my kid cruising to bed almost. That, that, <laughs> He's like, what's was, going on? Beep beep. <laughs> no, like, so look. I had times where I was standing up to shoot a nine pin drop when I'm on the opposite lane and I've got the team right behind me that I'm bowling against literally a foot from my, now they would move because I swing my arm back and I purposely swung my arm back, might've hit someone before because they were pissing me off. And, uh, but they were literally in my ear going, you know, they weren't like the happy Gilmore. You will miss this shot, but it was, but it was, Oh, Ooh, boy, I wouldn't want to be looking at that right now. Oh, look at boy. the cap, boy. Oh, look at the look cap. At the cap on, you know, shit like that. Very skinny pin down there. Very skinny it, pin. Yep. Awful lonely. So I want to get away from stuff like that, which is fun. Don't get me wrong. As a competitive person, I, I kind of, I might have bit into it a little bit. And I mean, yeah, back then, absolutely. I mean, chirping was an art form back then. Absolutely. Yeah. Chirping doesn't have that, and that's the thing is chirping doesn't have its place in the game anymore because it is dying, and we need to save it. Yep, I, I, like I said, I heard stories. The other team, you know, bowling against someone, they would go grab like a random spectator and have them heckle the, their opponents. You know, I've heard that. I've, uh, I, I, I bowled my first couple years against a few Canadians. I don't remember who they were, but I was bowling well, and they would swap someone out, and I'd get ready to set up. They'd cut me off every single ball, every single time. Yep. Um, <laughs> that used to be my big thing. I hated that. Oh, did I hate to get cut off. Oh, it's brutal. And it, it, you know, it just made me want to bowl better. Like, yeah. like, you're trying to like, really mess and me up. And that's the thing, oh. like, like the fact you know they're doing it on purpose isn't yeah. it's like the first couple of times you're like okay that's not a coincidence <laughs> right exactly and you hear it after the third fourth fifth time yeah. and like, this guy's an asshole and he's gonna keep chirping there it's kind of uh like the snaz yeah <laughs> like, growing up hearing him oh i used to hate him so much like but then i got to know like that's that's just him yeah yeah. He's, he's actually he, a really nice guy to talk to. And, Chris is a super yeah. sweet guy. He really is. And he loves really the is. Game. Loves was, the game. In 2008, when we were in Bangor, 
he showed up one day with face paint. He yep. looked like a freaking ultimate warrior. And we bowled against him that match. And I remember I was bowling Baker, and him and Baker were kind of, you know, Snarls and me and Snarls, and Baker kind of fed into it a little bit. I was bowling first, and he was bowling first. And, you know, he's telling Baker, why don't you come down and bowl? He's like, oh, no, why don't you bowl third? And, you know, they were going back and forth and trying to heckle me a little bit. And then I am throwing four marks in a row. And I remember him taking a bowling ball and, like, hitting himself in the forehead. And he he bled. bled. He made himself he bleed. He's bleeding from he like bled his own blood. Nose like into his mouth. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh was, my god! I remember you're just that. Like, what is this? I was like, this guy is an absolute psycho. Who is this guy? Like, no idea who he was at the time. He looked like one of the little Borderlands dudes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. All right, we're uh, we're running up against the time as as usual, folks. Um, you can reach us at ripping the rack podcast at gmail.com ripping the rack podcast at Facebook. Same thing at YouTube is ripping the rack podcast. Uh, Brian, where else can they hear us? They can hear us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, breaker anchor, and wherever else you listen to your podcast mediums. We appreciate it. Dave, do you have any questions for, for Brian or I, or? Uh, no, I mean, that's pretty much answer the other questions, you know, after you ask me, kind of answer it yourselves. But, uh, All right. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty cool. You know, this was, this was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun doing this. You know, thank you guys very much for having me. Um, and thank you for being on. It means yeah. a lot. This is a blast. We, yeah. we, appre- we appreciate you being on. Yeah. So. Good, good luck with the rest of everything. Thank uh, you. Hey, uh, you, hope well. you guys, hope you, uh, hope you guys stay safe down there. Um, you know, obviously, this is some trying times that we're in. Uh, so I know uh, I know you recently have gotten over the COVIDs. I did. I, um, had it. Um, it was, I was very, very, very fortunate to have very uh, minor symptoms. Yep. I, I didn't lose my taste. I didn't lose my sense of smell. Um, I just had like a very minor headache. And I just felt like, like blah. Like I was tired. I was sick. So I never had a fever. You know, I was, I was very, very fortunate. And I know other people. It actually kind of blows my mind that how it reacts so differently to others. One of, one of my really close friends got it. And he said he was in bed for four days straight. He had a fever of 104. Couldn't move. Body aches. Lost his taste. Smell. The whole nine. And when I heard that, it kind of blew my mind. I'm like, I'm completely fine. Like, if there was no COVID thing, I would have went to work the next day. Yeah. I only went and got tested for precaution, and I happened to have it, and you know, I just kind of kept me home. And... Friend, a friend of mine that I went to high school with just uh, just got home from the hospital. He was on a ventilator for four days. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. absolutely. You know, fifty fifty years old. Yeah. No underlying health conditions that I that I know of. Maybe he did. I don't know, but um... it doesn't discriminate. No nope. mask. No. Nope. So just just do just keep doing it. Don't be selfish. Don't be a dummy. Just everyone's going through this whole thing. Everyone's dealing. It's not just you. Not just any me or whoever. Just just wear the mask. You know until things get back to normal. If hopefully hopefully they get back to normal. They they will eventually. Yeah. They they will. So, Davey, we appreciate it. Uh, say hi to everyone down there for us. Okay. And uh, again, don't forget. Uh, 
This will be Tuesday morning that you hear this. Don't forget Friday mornings as well. Uh, Brian and I, we will be discussing anything other than Candlepin Bowling. So uh, we appreciate it all. Have a great week, and uh, we'll be back soon. Awesome. Thank you. See you.